This is a shock podcast. Shock. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to the K-pop podcast that makes you say wah debak. Again, I'm Michelle. I'm Kalista. And we're here to talk about something that I feel like we have to put a disclaimer on first. <laughs> um, Dangerous territory. <laughs> so essentially, we're going to talk about nothing else other than Stan Twitter. I can already hear all the quote tweets and the threads <laughs> being made and everything. Um, but yes, Stan Twitter. And essentially the good and the bad. Because I mean, there's like, there's both sides, right? To Stan Twitter. How about, okay, let's start with Cal. What's is your experience with Stan Twitter? I, okay, honestly, I haven't had that many bad experiences with Stan Twitter because I don't put out a lot of controversial opinions. <laughs> um, but I did have an accidental clash with, I don't want to say which group it was, but there was, it was a group. Okay, it was yeah. a fandom. Let's just call it a fandom. Yeah, who I got a very, um, a, a lot of nice uh, messages from. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they were. I bet they were fantastically they nice. They were right? um, made me feel very safe. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they were my in my comfort zone. Mm-hmm, they were very nice. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, because I'm on Stan Twitter, especially like when it comes to K-pop, right? And Stan Twitter is like such a huge thing with K-pop because most of our updates come from Twitter, since you get um, it's very timely. And compared to like Instagram, which cons- they changed the algorithm, mm-hmm. so with Insta, you don't always see the latest posts anymore. No, all of my K-pop info comes from Twitter. That's why I right. said like I have good and bad experiences with it because, like K-pop in general. I learned most, like, I got into K-pop from Twitter. Like, that was oh. where I started standing, like, all these K-pop idols. So, yeah, it's it's a, it's a double-edged it's a sword. Yeah. It's a place, that's for sure. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a artwork, all right? Um, like, so for me, actually, um, when I first got into K-pop, Twitter wasn't such a popular thing mm-hmm. for people to update. And this is, like, second gen. I'm talking about, like, first gen, second gen, like, way back. So... For me to make the transition to Stan Twitter was a bit astounding because I essentially went from something where it was hard for you to connect with other fans mm-hmm. to it was so easy for yeah. you to connect to other fans. And it was definitely very hard for me to adjust at first. Um, but now it's like a normal part of my life. I don't really know where else I would go for updates. Mm-hmm. It's not like the newspaper, you know, you can just open up the newspaper and see the latest stuff. For sure, I think Stan Twitter has its bad parts. I like how Stan Twitter first came about. Like it was about, you know, becoming friends with the people who like like the same people as you and, you know, enjoy the same things that you do. But somewhere along the lines, and I think this is not just exclusive to K-pop. It's definitely not exclusive to K-pop. But fans become competitive. Mm-hmm. And that becomes the problem. When just because your idol does something good doesn't mean you have to compare it with somebody else who's doing worse or it doesn't mean you have to bring somebody down just to make your idol better or it doesn't mean if I'm standing two different groups like oh we, we can't do that you know like it's either you're loyal to one or none at all right, like right. that that's the part where I'm not really on board with I, I definitely agree. I feel like there's a lot of gatekeeping as well. Yes, oh which gosh. to me is so weird because I like, don't you want to see your faves have success is it not a thing and it's definitely very um it's very 
you have to tread very lightly because mm-hmm. I feel like everything can be seen by everyone, and it's as easy as searching up a specific name or a hashtag, and there it is uh, for everyone to see. And that was especially the case when, like, I once I replied to a tweet that my friend sent, and I basically told her something. I just you know respond to what she said, and then they found that tweet, which was a reply to another tweet, and it blew up. And I got some messages, of course, that were very nice, mm-hmm. um, made me feel very comfortable. Also, you know, yep. it's just it's just insane to see the level it's become. And um, it's, I feel like it's kind of downgraded K-pop to this thing where it's about numbers. Everything is right. about numbers. And when they tweet about the numbers, you can just say like, oh, you know, Michelle did this. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's great. But then they'll say, can your, can Kalisa do yes. this? Or like, oh, and then, and the weirdest thing to me is when they hop onto another fandom. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, Like out of nowhere, right? Out of nowhere, it's like, hello? <laughs> Hi, where'd you come from? So for example, like you're a Michelle fan, right? And it's like, okay, good for you. You know, like you love Michelle, whatever. But they will be camping on Kalista Twitter mm-hmm. and then they will start commenting about Kalista and comparing her to Michelle. And I'm like, don't you guys have updates to be reading about? And yeah, like, like I always feel like focusing on your fave is like in a good way is way better than focusing on the competition why they're probably not even competing in the first place like they're right. friends behind yeah, the that's, that's so insane you know? like and i just feel like it sometimes gets too much like we, mm-hmm. we're demanding way too much of the artists themselves we're demanding way too much of their management sometimes like sometimes we don't see a lot of what happens behind the scenes a lot of things are not as straightforward which brings me to one thing coming from um radio like i only got into k-pop not that many years ago and of course everything is a learning curve right you can't know everything about everyone like especially when it's a job like for journalists and stuff like we we're not just focused unless you are like like a bts specific journalist like you all that's the only person you talk about like we're talking about a lot a lot a lot of idols Mm -hmm. and sometimes mistakes will be made like like correcting someone is is not a problem but you don't have to be aggressive about it like you know just educate them be like oh actually this is wrong maybe you could change it right 100% you know unless they're being they're being uh, going out of their way to be spiteful then that's a different story but if it's a genuine mistake Stan Twitter can be scary yes (laughs) very scary and I think um, when it comes to Stan Twitter a lot of people forget people are people mm-hmm. and essentially we're human beings and sometimes you make mistakes not on purpose you don't have a bad agenda on your uh, list it's just sometimes you made a mistake and that's okay let them know and then they'll fix it for the next time mm-hmm. unless the mistake was something like you know oh this person's dead then you know that's a different situation it, yeah. but um it's insane and especially like when because um, you know we work in radio right so with us we have so many things to be worrying about we have so much content so many different things to study and research and you only have that much time in a day mm-hmm. and we don't have that much time but whereas if you're a fan of a group you kind of do have a lot of time mm-hmm. because you like them enough to spend time researching about them mm-hmm. and watching their videos and stuff but not everyone has that kind of privilege and it's kind of tough coming from that situation because you get hate for it yeah and you're just trying to learn especially yeah, I want to circle back to what you said where people kind of forget that like these are real people because I've actually gotten messages like this before. Mm. Um, not necessarily personal messages. Like sometimes they're on our uh, like station phone and stuff like that. Like people will be sending things. And when you respond, the answer is always, oh, I didn't realize you would see it. Uh. So I feel like a good rule of thumb is always assume that people will see it. And if you wouldn't say it to their face... 
don't don't write do it, it right. into yeah. a message because like you don't know how it's going to affect other people. We're seeing a lot of these situations happening in K-pop where mm-hmm. you know a lot of um, young idols are actually you know losing their lives over things like this. So mm-hmm. we gotta 100%. learn to be more kind. Right, uh, definitely, and it's really insane because like. These are the same people who advocate for mental health mm-hmm. and then go and send a hate message to somebody. Yeah. Like, especially like a K pop idol or whatever. And it's worse because, like, for me and you, we can speak out about it, like, let's say on a podcast or whatever. Uh, but for K pop idols, they're kind of controlled by their company. Very and much they don't have yeah. the option to say anything. And they're expected to bottle it up and then go on stream tomorrow and smile and act mm-hmm. like nothing, you know, nothing's wrong. And it's kind of like, stop for a minute and just ask yourself, would you say this if you weren't behind a screen? Yes. Generally, it's no. Mm. And if you wouldn't say it, don't say it. How yeah. would you feel if someone said the same thing to you, right? And that's where it, there, it brings in this debate about how brave people get behind a phone mm-hmm. or behind a screen. And then in person, like, oh, I didn't mean that. Like, I was joking. But like, were you really? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel, okay, like this can also be taken two ways, right? Like, it's horrible that people think they can just say whatever they want to say when they're behind a screen. But I also feel like people aren't as bad when they come and tell you I didn't know you'd see it like I would never mm. say this to you like sometimes they'll send like horrible things and when you message them I'm really sorry I'm actually a fan which oh. happens a lot it's strange but it happens a lot and I feel like I'm happy to see that people don't actually feel that <laughs> negative like in real life but when you're behind the screen I don't know what happens we kind of need to stop that from happening right right maybe they're like okay like for me right growing up as an Asian the way my mother expressed her love was through being mean so maybe that's how they think of it like oh because I care for you you need to lose some weight you know what I mean mm-hmm. like my mom says it, oh because I care for you you need to lose some weight sweetie you're getting fat yeah so maybe to them they're like oh because I care for you the hairdo is ugly mm-hmm. but also it can be taken like multiple ways right yeah. so it's it's just it's mind blowing seeing the way Stan Twitter acts on Twitter mm-hmm. and then going to a concert or a, like a K-pop event and it's like different and everyone's yeah. like super nice and I'm like I'm a, I'm a little confused like I came here thinking I was gonna get attacked but then like mm-hmm. you guys are okay <laughs> one thing that I don't get is um like people who hate multi-stands oh dude like, I'm a bit confused about that like Dude. When did it become wrong to like multiple things at it's, one time? It's just so okay. Like this is something I'm really passionate about as a multi stand, by the way. Okay, because um, initially I used to like like um, a lot of groups, and then I got into one specific group that I felt like. I was only allowed to like this group. Not because they told me that. You know, like, they were like, whatever, because they're hanging out with their other friends, right? Mm -hmm. But the fans were telling me, you can't like other groups. That's, like, betrayal and stuff. And I got to this mindset where it was really toxic. And I couldn't like other groups. And everything constantly became competition to me. Mm -hmm. And now I'm multi-stand again, right? So, like, um, it's so weird. It's like, Cal, you like apples, right? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about oranges? They're all right. You can't say that. <laughs> You're only allowed to like apples. What do yeah. you mean they're all right? It doesn't make sense in any other it, setting. It shouldn't make sense in this setting. Literally any other setting. Yeah. Like, okay, I like red, but I also like orange. It's like literally, it makes no sense in any other setting. And when you do that, it kind of drives fans away from you. Yeah. Because it's scary. Because there are cert- definitely certain like fan groups that have like certain reputations. And I feel like I've had interactions with a lot of these fan groups and on like a personal uh, like a professional level and so far they've been fine but it's already the reputation that's been put out so i feel 100%. like in 2023 how about we work on repairing that 
Just be nice, guys. Yeah, we want more fans, not less, you know? And honestly, like, it takes so much more work to be mean than it does to oh be gosh, nice. Yes. Like, it's so easy to be nice. Like, oh, that's nice. And then you're good. You're good mm-hmm. to go, right? But to be mean, you have to do research about certain people and then compare them. And you have to constantly reply to people that are replying to you. It's so much work. That's just to be nice. It's so much easier to be nice compared yeah. to, like, you know, being mean. Which is like, so like that's where the good part of Stan Twitter comes in. You do meet a lot of people and um, you do meet people that are like, so I've met people that are in the same country as me that are mm-hmm. also a K-pop fan. And there's been concerts where like my friends don't stand that group, but I got to go because I have friends on Twitter mm-hmm. that will go with me in person. There's also the good and there's also the bad that kind of outweighs each other. And it's just that, but like you said, you know, about reputation, it kind of sticks. That's the thing about reputation. Mm-hmm. It sticks with you and it's really yeah. hard to get rid of. But, yeah. like, circling back to something you said earlier, um, it's really funny to me that, like, all these um, fans are like, oh, you know, like, you can't mingle with this, you can't mingle with that person, and blah, blah, blah. And then these, like, idols in real life are, like, best friends. Yeah. They're, I like, mean, chilling. There's no point to it. Like, you like the music that you like, I like the music that I like. We don't need to fight. Everyone can be different. It's right. all right. 100%. And it's okay. There's nothing, and they're not upset with each other, the artists. So, why are we so, like, at each other's necks? It's so weird. And then, like, I love it whenever, uh, let's say, two K pop idols go out and they take a picture and then they upload it, and then everyone's just like, so what do you have to say now? And then it's mm-hmm. just like awkward silence. It's just so weird because, like, in person, they're friends with each other, like how me and you are friends. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's wild. It's, Stan Twitter is a wild place. I've seen some of the juiciest tea and, like, the meatiest beef on Stan Twitter, but I've also seen the most wholesome moments on Twitter True. as well. That's very- very true. So it's like I was. I always feel like it's a surprise. It's a box of chocolates when you open Stan Twitter. You never know what you're gonna get today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be like a bunch of people getting upset with each other, or a bunch of people being happy with each other. But it is where you get the fastest updates. So like, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, but I, I mean, with Stan Twitter, like again, being from this side, I feel like if I could say anything to Stan Twitter, it's like don't be mean <laughs> to, to like the hosts of K-pop events, for instance, or like anyone who has the privilege of like talking to K-pop idols, for instance. It's like. We get it, like, for you, maybe it's, like, undeserving. But at the end of the day, for other people, it's it's a job. It is. Like, we don't get to, to pick and choose. Yeah. You know, honestly, if we could bring, like, the f- real fan fans. But, again, who's to say who is the truest fan? Yes. But if we could bring, like, real big fans to all of these things, we would. But it's impossible. It's, it's hard because so there's so many yeah, fans. You don't have to attack people for it. Yeah. And, I, I mean, isn't it good that you have so many fans in a fandom? It means, yeah. you're, you know, your boys or your girls, they're doing well and they're successful and people like them. And it's insane because, by the way, like, you know, for people like interviewers, especially for you, Cal, since you've interviewed so many people... I'm sure you're still nervous going in, you know? Oh, yeah. It's not like a piece of cake. You don't wake up and you're like, oh, all right, I'm going to attack this person today or whatever. Like, it's no. the whole thing you have to go through as well as an experience. You have to write the questions. You have to do 101 things. It's not easy for Cal either. It's like she wakes up and then suddenly the heavens open up. She's like, hey, you want to interview this group today? <laughs> it's something you worked for. Yeah. And it's not easy. And honestly, okay, so like, I've been lucky so far. Thanks, <laughs> by the way. Um, because the fans have been really... Um, helpful with educating me on a lot of different groups but there have been times when I've actually got to to speak to certain groups because of Stan Twitter mm. because they're the ones that are like hustling the labels and everything being like you should get this group or that group to interview with hits and I'm like thanks guys <laughs> so again there's the good and the bad and I feel like with everything that's a big group of people you're gonna get the negative and the positive yeah. but 
Unfortunately, with the internet, the negative always stands out more. So when we want to be positive, we have to do even more to kind of cover it. Yeah, and it's yeah. tiring. It really is because it feels like no matter how nice you're being, there's mm-hmm. always going to be that rotten egg that does it just for fun. Yeah, like you know they're not they're not serious. They're just doing it for fun. Mm-hmm. And then it's it's a whole host of things. But yeah. I mean, I think moving forward in 2023, it pays to be nice. You know, mm-hmm. let's just be nice to each other and like interact and it's fine it's okay it's easy to be nice by the way not that difficult it's free i always say it's free to be nice it doesn't cost you a single cent so why don't you do it i feel like that's a good place to close (laughs) but before i close i need to say this because i have to say it to my brother all the time (laughs) the best thing to do on the internet don't respond. Don't get into fights oh with people God, for no yes. reason. Like you will never win this argument. Just, just don't. Because when they get a response, they're gonna respond to you, and it's gonna go back and forth. Just don't. It's a waste of time. The block and energy. button is free. Also, by the way, like that is okay. The block button has been my biggest friend ever since I've been on the internet. Ever, I see something, I'm like, oh, you're clearly trolling or whatever. I don't interact with you, so I don't interact with you. The moment you interact with them, you're gonna get invested. And it's gonna be a whole thing. How many celebrities do we know that got into heat because they reacted to hate? Yeah. Right, just don't react, and you're yeah. good to go because they will leave you alone. They want a reaction. This is something we're taught as kids, right? Like they want a reaction from you, so just mm-hmm. don't react. Easy, free. Also, it takes no time to not react to something. By the way, so there's that. Let's try to be nice in 2023. I- I'm interested to see what Stan Twitter is going to turn into in 2023. Possible, but like you know, I have high hopes for you guys. I have high hopes for you guys. I believe in you the same way my Kifabados believe in me. Not my mom, but they believe in me. Wow, they believe in me more than my mother. <laughs> But yeah, um, on that note, let's close off. And once again, I'm Michelle. I'm Callista. And we'll see you next week.